Welcome to Story Sodic. This special teaser story is Snow Place Like Home. A chill wind blew in from the east as the lumbering figure of Forstolf Roness ascended the steep mountainside. Icicles had formed on his thick, bushy beard, and the skin around his mouth was split and bloodied from the harsh winter storm. Forstolf stopped for a moment, catching his breath and looking down the goat path that he had been climbing for the better part of the day. It was tradition that, on Midfrost Eve, the strongest villager in Icecap should climb to the top of Byman Peak to visit the altar of the Skiga to sacrifice the first goat of the year. Forstolf hefted the woolly weight to a new spot on his shoulders as he turned around and set his eyes toward the shrine in the distance. His feet crunched through the untouched snow on the nearly indiscernible path. This was the fifth year since his brother had not returned from the Midfrost pilgrimage, and it had not become any easier for Forstolf to make the journey in his place. He squinched his eyes as a fresh gust of icy wind cut across his face, and he thought of his brother. Sefen had been born minutes before Forstolf, making him older only by a technicality, but the people of Icecap regarded him as the superior twin. Sefen, however, knew that Forstolf was his equal, and treated him as such. They were a sight to behold when they were together. Each of them towered above the rest of the villagers by a head and a half, and were at least twice as broad. They called them the Mountains on the Mountain. Sefen and Forstolf took the admiration in turn, keeping their heads down and focusing on working hard to make Icecap a safer place to live. This was a difficult task. The harsh weather and rising wolf population left the people of Icecap in constant threat of danger from one avenue or another. The Roness brothers spent their time bolstering the village walls with stone and lumber alongside the rest of the village guardians. In the frost of their twenty-first year, Grandus Hoskeg, the then-current Midfrost pilgrim, did not return from his journey to the mountaintop shrine. At the behest of the village elders, Sefen took his place the following year, carrying tribute to the altar of the Skiga to ensure the safety and bounty of the village. A sudden burst of wind jolted Forstolf out of his reverie and back onto the very steep, very cold mountaintop. He adjusted the goat on his shoulders again. He could just make out the shrine through the snow flurries. In a few moments, he would reach his destination, and then, after a sharp slice and a muttered prayer, he would be able to make his trick back down to the warmth of his mother's hearth, where she would have a hot bowl of stew and a stiff, distilled liquor waiting for him. He took a deep breath of the frigid air and pushed forward, the thought of the warmth of home driving him the last dozen or so steps to the shrine. The stiff metal door groaned as Forstolf leaned against it, using his ample mass to convince the near-frozen hinges to open. The room might have been a respite from the chill wind that buffeted the mountain, but Forstolf felt uneasy in the stone enclosure. The shrine itself was simple. Nothing more than a bare stone altar, and a brazier of blue flame occupied the cavernous hall. Forstolf knew better than to seek for heat from the azure fire, yet as always he gravitated towards it. He slumped the bound goat onto the altar and shuffled toward the flickering basin, removing his gloves and rubbing his hands together, reaching fruitlessly toward the blaze for warmth. The goat bleated from the altar, and Forstolf, sighing, turned to the beast and drew his ceremonial blade. He gripped the creature by the head, and with a practiced movement, opened its throat. He laid his blade on the altar, as he emptily watched the deep red stain fall down the white wool of the goat's neck. 
The cold had made the creature's blood thick as it spilled into the intricate grooves of the altar's surface. The blood flowed slowly through the carved pathways on the altar into the channel that led to the cold blue flame. As the two elements met in a hiss of steam and smoke, Forstolf began his prayer. O Skiga, your eyes watch over your trembling people. Your hands protect us from harm and guide us to warmth. May this gift remind you that we, your people, are forever indebted to your mercy. Let this blood renew our covenant. His voice was steady, and his eyes did not falter from the smoke emanating from the basin. He waited for some time, vacantly gazing at the sacrifice on the table. When the blood ceased to flow, Forstolf knew that it was time to begin his journey back down the mountain. He donned his gloves and walked out the door, bracing himself for the cold wind. The thought of home was a small comfort as he trudged once more down the frozen path. A burst of wind cut through his coat, and as he pulled it tighter to his chest, he felt with dismay the empty ceremonial scabbard underneath. He groaned. The dagger that belonged in that sheath remained on the altar with the corpse of the goat. Knowing he could not return without the sacred blade, he turned once more in the direction of the Skigan shrine. As he swung open the door, a wave of heat blasted Forstolf in the face. The previously frozen room was now sweltering. As he threw up his hands to shield himself from the blaze, he saw something which petrified him. At the far end of the hall, a figure leaned over the altar, greedily ripping at the carcass of the sacrifice, snarling as it choked down its meal. The figure was vaguely humanoid, roughly the size of Forstolf himself, and dripping with black tar. At the sound of Forstolf's explosive entrance into the room, the figure raised its bloody, tar-coated face and roared in his direction. It was a wet, guttural sound that caused Forstolf to scramble backwards. As it growled, the tar around its face began to melt away, and the visage it revealed turned Forstolf's blood cold. The creature leapt over the altar as Forstolf turned and sprinted out the door, slamming it behind him. He half ran, half fell down the goat path towards the village. At times he could not tell the difference between the howling of the wind and the baying of the creature in the distance behind him. It seemed it had stopped pursuing him, or at least that its cries no longer approached. Still, Forstolf maintained a cautiously quick pace down the path to the small village at the foot of the mountain. When he finally arrived at his mother's house on the far edge of the village, he breathlessly collapsed into the chair by the fire. He tried to assure his mother that everything was fine, that he was just tired from the journey, yet his furtive glances out the window betrayed his true feeling. He ate the warm stew with little joy, and even the stiff liquor did little to ease his tension. After some time, he retired to his room, where he shuddered and locked the windows. As he laid down to sleep, the howling of the wind outside his window echoed the cries of the beast in Forstolf's head. Try as he might to shield himself from the thought, he could not resist seeing the face of the creature in his mind's eye, dripping with black tar and goat blood, hauntingly resembling the face of his dear departed brother. Thank you for listening to Story Sonic an episodic storytelling podcast focused on exploratory world-building through character growth. This story was written and narrated by me, Max Nolan Young. Special thanks to Angel Wing at Excel Music Publishing for the use of our theme song, The Nymphaeum Part 5. You can find new episodes of Story Sonic every other Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. We don't pay for any advertising, and word of mouth is the best way for our stories to reach new ears. 
If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at StorySodic. That's Story, S-O-D-I-C. Thanks for exploring with us, and be safe out there. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.